Welcome back, Macy. This is episode 254. Is it really? It's episode 254. That seems like a lot. Uh huh. To me, that's over halfway to 500, my guy. Yeah, baby. I mean, that's like a long yeah, way baby. away. I mean, like you're still halfway. It's like another whole 250. It's a whole other existence that we have already done times two. But still, it's a lot of episodes. One thing is our uh, pod birth came and went without much uh, affair. <laughs> we just kind of forgot about it. <laughs> and the funny thing is, is Kim was like, Kimothy was like really pushing like, like, hey, like, do something for your pod birth because, uh, you know, her podcast, uh, your average witch podcast, pod birth was also rolling around. And it's like the idea was there and we we're like, oh, yeah, let's do it. And then it just sort of slipped by. It just so disappeared who knows? by. But I do yeah. remember. It is on brand for us, was, though, to plan a celebration of some sort way after the fact. Do like a six year pod birth. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> But I remember when we were first starting and we were talking about, gosh, I think it was Mysterious Universe at the time. And you said something. You were like, man, these guys have been doing this for like 10 years. And I'm like, that's ex- that's extra. That's too long yeah. to do a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> and now. And now we're halfway oh, there. Oh, like we're halfway there. Oh, we're halfway there. Five years. Oh. Five years. We're living on a prayer. Oh, the whole time, basically. Cute. Yeah. For us. Wow. Shit. Great. Well, I'm glad you said something because we would have just, I would have just forgot about it forever. I mean, yeah. So there you go. Happy five years of Wuba. Join us next year when we'll have a real celebration. We'll have a a full on hoot nanny. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll get a bunch of like six year old decorations for a party from like party city. Cute. And we'll throw like a classic kid's birthday party. For yes. Wabah. Get like a with balloon a arch. Balloon arch, a Walmart cake with like Walmart, those little decorations they put on, like a Minecraft How cake. Fucking tasty. Dude, uh, uh. a big box store. I'm talking your Walmart, your Target, your Kroger, God, your Brookshires. Yeah. Oh, yes. A cake, yes. Uh, just a, one of those big fuck off rectangle cake. cakes. Just a yeah. sheet cake, man. Mm-hmm. Oh, the icing. They do something to it. It's, yeah, I, I'm always the one because there are, well, there's, there's, there's actually, there's three types of people. There's the types of people that scrape the icing off. And there's the types of people like me who immediately take that icing from the scraped off fork and put it on my own plate to eat yes. it. And then there's yes. the people in the middle who are just content with the amount of icing on those cakes. I mm-hmm. want it all. I would like, yes, if there is extra icing to be had. I, I want that it. corner piece. Give me that and corner piece because I give want me that max. corner piece. Edge me, man. Give me that edge. <laughs> and give me the big stupid rose that they, you know, the big. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, God, yeah, I can yeah, eat yeah. some. I actually had some just the other. Okay, well, not really, but like mom had lunch for us because she wanted to uh, hear about the New Mexico trip. And she threw down with like a, like a, like a walmart italian cream cake oh you know but it was like like it was the cream cheesiest icing which is what i want you know and i just like it really it really got me there you know oh baby welcome to Mm -hmm. waba now you're hungry for cake Mm. and if you're out there it's like bridgerton i don't like cake 
I mean, all right, you're entitled to your opinion, but yeah, like you it. know. But <laughs> also, <laughs> if you are a icing scraper, get out of town. Whoa, damn, you're feeling get out of here. You're feeling opinionated today. I am. Get some hot <laughs> takes. Welcome to Wabaha. We're going to talk to you about witchcraft stuff. Uh, I'm Charlie, and I'm actually just one of those little floater things in your eyeball that moves really fast when you try to look at it. And this is my cousin, Macy. Hi, uh, my name is Macy. And when I was a child, I thought all of those floater things would accumulate and get worse until eventually you went blind. (laughs) Okay, listen. You have the excuse of being a child. I Mm -hmm. got myself really worked up about them once in like my... 27th year of existence mm, on this planet mm, and mm. i was 7 and 20 and okay. I, <laughs> I went to the eye doctor and just almost cried the whole time and fucking panicked and the lady there was like yeah everybody has these but because you have what we call blonde eyes which just means the inside of my eye like tissue is like lighter color i guess is what she said she's like because you have blonde eyes, you uh, you just see them a lot easier. And then she sent me home. Look with your special eyes. Yeah. Well, she did test me for macular degeneration once because apparently that can be a sign of that. Like, and so like I I fucking shat for about forty five minutes while she shined all kinds of shit in my eyeballs <sighs> until she finally was like, "You're good." I'm so scared to go to the eye doctor. I've not been since I was an elementary school child you should go to the eye doctor i know i need to i have excellent vision but it is degrading a little bit uh i can and my astigmatism i don't know if it's something that gets worse or if you already have like squishy mush eyeball and it just stays that way (laughs) squish it the other way man yeah just give i don't understand why they can't go in there with little forceps and just squish it the other way just manipulate it uh, the other way because i will and it's like i don't know i don't understand it at all but uh i need to go pretty bad mm. probably i think it's what if you just to took do. a real hard punch to the eye do you think that would like fix your astigmatism i think it would only add to it i think i would just okay. get a new angle you know <laughs> for shit to refract off of worse good good yeah <laughs> <laughs> what are we what are we talking about today i'm talking today about benzoin Oh, I'm glad. Yeah. Good, good, good. Because that's something that I never know what it is and frankly scares me because it sounds like a bad chemical and I stay away from it. I love it. I had it. I've I've had some uh, before I got from Hearth Wisdom. Uh, I, I swear to God, I thought you were going to say before I got pregnant and I was very confused. Why Your brain just went there, huh? It just, it just, just shot right there. Yeah. Uh, wow. Because <laughs> uh, they have that, uh, that like, or at least they did when I got these, like, a little sweet-ass section of just, like, resins and jars. You remember yeah, that? Yeah, 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 so yeah. just, like, get the resins out of the jars. It was awesome. And uh-huh. uh, I got a whole bunch of benzoin because I'd never heard uh, nor seen it. I've never heard of it nor seen it before. And uh, it has always, to me, smelled like Jiffy Cornbread. And That's right. That is remember right. me We've saying that I was just before. like, yeah. does this not smell like cornbread to you? Because we burned some. <laughs> and all of the notes online, because we'll get into it, it's big in the perfume industry. It's like, smells like warm vanilla and this and oh. this. I'm like, when are y'all going to talk about the cornbread, though? <laughs> <laughs> like, is no one going to talk about the cornbread? Are in there. God damn. 
Uh, <laughs> anyway. But, but listen, how good is fucking cornbread with some butter? It'll it'll change you. It can kill it you. can it can fix parts of you you didn't even know needed fixing. Mm 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 mm. Yeah. It'll blow your socks right off your feet. Right off. Huh. And uh I'm I have a conversation. I just have a little conversation for you that I want to cool. talk about. I so I'm kind of a okay, listen, I'm kind of a, a nerd, like I'm kind of a little retentive when it comes to candles. Um, not necessarily s- like spell work candles, but just lighting to smell your home up candles. Sure. And uh, there's two things that I do. I keep the wick trimmed and I always yes. give it its first full burn where it burns yes, all the way. Two very important things. Listen here. If you don't know, candle wax has a memory and it will basically burn a lot quicker where it's been burnt before. So yeah. like if you just let it burn... And then you get your little wax puddle about halfway, not all the way to the edge, but just like halfway there. And then you blow it out and let it harden. It's always going to burn deeper than it does wide. And you're going to get candles that tunnel. And that's some loser shit. So it's really upsetting. Make sure you have the time and give them about three hours, three, four hours to burn the first time through. And let them yeah. get all yeah. waxy. Um, wide. Anyway, I was doing that with some new candles and giving them their little first burn and i had blown them out and it was time to go in and trim the wick the big bulbousy burnt ashy thing yeah it's like a big cauliflower yeah weird like a like a burnt broccoli and Mm. i clipped it and my i just thought man there's gotta be something that you could do with this like you know that's an interesting thought yeah and i was like maybe you could put it in like a a spell jar if you're trying to get fired up you know, Ooh. or maybe you're trying to extinguish something because it's been extinguished. Like, I was trying to think, like, what meaning yeah. could you put on this? Yeah. And it made me think, I was like, this episode, I want to talk about seldomly talked about weird things that we can use in spell work and in witchcraft. Cool. I like this. So. I saw your post in the coven, yeah. and that makes it make a lot more sense. Yeah. Um, <laughs> And I love this because this is part of impromptu witchcraft. Mm-hmm. You know, when the moment hits sometimes, you know, when when the feeling's right, oh. what do you got around you? You know, and yeah. that can spark some really interesting things. And you could be surprised at what you can whip up in, in a jiffy. Oh, yeah. And I mean, shit, sometimes challenge yourself. Challenge your, shel- your, your shelf. Sean Connery has Sean not Connery. stopped by five in years a long of Sean Connery. Time. Five years. Oh, mm, I was gonna say we could get a cameo with Sean Sean Connery, but um, <laughs> no, no, that's okay. AI will AI will get him real soon. We yeah, could basically yeah, yeah. We'll get, get him. A, an impersonator. Yeah. Uh. Anyway. <laughs> um. Yeah. Challenge yourself occasionally. Just be like, you cannot use any of your pre-destined, like from your witchery cabinet. Like, just go to a restaurant and be like, I'm going to do a spell here. What can I use? You know, just, just cool. try to. Yeah, absolutely. Pick things. Anyway, I have more ab- about this, but before we dive in, we need to talk about someone very important. Mm. This is a person who is ripe with possibility in their life. Wow. This is a person who is generous, who is, Quite frankly, the sexiest person I've ever seen. Damn. 
This is weird. This is getting weird. I'm sorry. I'm trying to do a Patreon shout out, but yeah. I, I've made it weird. You know, like when you compliment too much? Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then the let's compliment roll... just keeps going. Yeah. Ooh. Let's roll it yeah. back and just say, hey, today's Patreon shout out <laughs> goes to Melissa. Sweet Melissa. Sweet Melissa. You, okay, you know what that thing that happens when you'll sing a first part of a song and then your brain kicks in and it finishes up with a, a second part of a song? All the, All the time. time. All the time. All maybe. the time. Do you remember a little game in the 90s called Crossfire? It was basically just Ga- like, I think. Game what? of what sort? Was it like a. It's like a board game where you could like shoot nuts and bolts at each other or something. I don't know. Very 90s. <laughs> Sounds like a 90s game. <laughs> yeah. I don't remember it though. It had this very like 80s rock commercial and it was like crossfire you'll get caught up in the crossfire crossfire sounds like sounds like 90s advertising to kids as well (laughs) and it was all like flames and explosions and and shit Yeah. yeah 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 uh but my brain goes Sweet Melissa, you'll get caught up in the sweet <laughs> Melissa. <laughs> Dude, I love it when it happens. I do. I can't think of one right now, but like I have so many examples of songs that my brain yeah. has just gone full mashup with. Mm. And it's fun. You know, it, it's, it's a, a good gift time. from your brain to you. Yeah, it's a it's a good time. And and it always makes me go, huh. I didn't choose to do this. My brain made this happen. All by your yourself. subconscious, your soul, yeah. my soul, it. put this together. Yeah. Um, wow. Uh, either way, we need a song. We need a fresh song. A fresh Melissa song. A fresh Melissa song. Fresh Melissa. <laughs> <laughs> We're not gonna take it, Twisted Sister. Yeah, I don't know anything. We're not gonna take course. it. We're not gonna take it. No, we ain't gonna Melissa take it. Melissa won't take it. No, <laughs> Melissa won't take it anymore. Nice. Melissa won't Melissa take it. Melissa won't take it. Melissa has unsubscribed and left us. Ain't taking it. Hey, we can uh-huh. all take a page from that book. We're not going to take it. Wow. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna jump in. I'm gonna start. I'm gonna go. Start then. Go then. Start. So, uh, it is pretty traditional through all walks of witchcraft to explore these, like, sort of unconventional materials to use within our magical practices. Um, it allows for us to have some extra creativity in our work, to personalize it for ourselves, and to focus on the ever-important intention Um, to like focus on these everyday items that might have been otherwise thrown away or deemed, uh, useless in some way. And it can also help offer fresh perspective. Something that, that gets me kind of in a more, in a magical space. Now I'm not necessarily like if I've been out of it, I'm not saying that. I just mean like it, it'll it'll fire me up a little bit. Like that, like that burnt wick fired me up. Um, mm-hmm. It'll get me going to, to use these and just be like, ooh, what can I use this for? And uh, deep historical roots within witchcraft of just using 
what is available to you Mm -hmm. at the time. There's lots of different, uh, like, practices and cultures and stuff that only had what they had around them, you know? And and this, I mean, from, like, ancient times to more modern practices, um, people have sought to give this symbolism and, um, I don't know, like energy, you know, or kind of like try to figure out the inherent energy of everyday objects around us. And we do have like, we have a lot of stuff that is already given some kind of, you know, I mean, the assault, you know, or yeah. other things that you would have thrown away, like, uh, what got them? Uh, eggshells, you know, and if you have like a pet, like a, like it's shed skin, you know what I mean? So like that, that's, <laughs> That I, I my brain I I know you meant reptile after but my brain just like when you said a pet like a I dog. pictured a dog and then you finished that <laughs> sentence and I was like oh <laughs> I forgot to say a pet snake <laughs> it sheds it's good you know how they do yeah 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 ugh it sounds like something out of courage um <laughs> uh wow so. Any hoozles. This this can also, you can look at this outside of the magical practice as well, because this can also serve very practical, everyday purposes. Uh, instance, you can repurpose old or sh- like discarded items that ultimately what I'm trying to say is you can help reduce waste in this way. Yeah. And instead of uh, discarding these items, use them in your witchcraft and provide them a second life. Uh, infuse them with new meaning and purpose uh, while also getting to explore unconventional materials to be used. Uh, you kind of think outside of the box. Mm-hmm. Uncommon objects can be just as full of symbolism and meaning than anything else that we picked out. You know, salt, for example, or any herb out of your kitchen. Uh once upon a time, all that was was like a, a thing for cooking, you know, and then we started putting all of this extra shit onto it. And just about everything can be represented in the form four elements, you know, the earth, air, fire, water, um, spirit, I guess. Uh, you can I also count assign, it. I count it as the fifth yeah, element. I do, too. But I'm trying to think of like a trash item that would that would like go for spirit. <laughs> um you, you know, almost anything can be assigned certain deities or spirits or embody certain qualities or intentions. We can find uses for everything, is what I'm trying to say. Uh, also, when you think about uncommon objects, they can kind of possess their own energetic imprints in a way that we don't normally think about. Like, something may not have been touched by human hands in this way. You bitch! Hold on. <laughs> Sorry. Ooh. A little fruit fly. A little fruit fly went <laughs> right up to my nose, landed on it, kissed it, and flew right away. Uh, <laughs> anyway, <laughs> these things <laughs> may not have been touched by human hands with this intent. You know, like uh, I don't I don't want to say no one has before, because obviously people probably there's probably like several of you guys listening that's like, I use my trimmed wicks in spell jars all the time. But I mean, it's less common than, say, your um, 
I don't know. I'm I'm literally looking around the house in a panic, trying to think of a very commonly, you know, like the the shit you scrape out of the bottom of your incense bowl and you put it into like make black salt out of it or something. Um, yeah, no, I I've never thought about using the wick trim, but it makes a lot of sense to me, especially like I would maybe use it for like a spell of trying to lift me out of burnout. You know, mm, and it's like mm. it itself is the representation of the burnout, you know, mm-hmm. that I'm trying to lift out of. Uh, no, it made immediate sense to me when you said it. But yeah, I wouldn't have thought about it previously. While I have used ashes before out of my dishes, like burn yeah, dishes. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I can also think of, I don't know, 11 and a half uh, gray uses for that chopped up burnt thing. Um, oh, sure. You know, so I, it's, you know, it goes, let's just jump right into it. So here, the first example I have was the cunt. Whoa. <laughs> wow. I tried to say the cut burnt candle wicks, but I said no. the cunt. The uh, first the- example we have. <laughs> Is the cunt. <laughs> the cunt. <laughs> Although I'm sure that is used quite regularly in witchcraft. <laughs> Um, so yeah, we've talked about that a little bit and I started kind of just keeping, since I, since I thought about this, I've just kept a little list and I've kind of jotted down little things and some of them maybe on readback don't necessarily make, it's not going to be very well, like, because I just wrote these down as I was thinking about them or I'd be out somewhere and I'd see something and it would make me go, oh, that, these might seem a little bit, um, cluttered, I guess. But that's okay, because it's it's a very uh, flow state kind of conversation anyway. But the next one I have, Macy, listen to this. I saw some spider webs. Mm. And I was like, you know what you do? Like, you can find a cobweb. Because cobweb is, you know, where they've abandoned it. I don't want to take, like, a spider web. Because that's a little spider's house. And he's doing his thing. But, you know, you could take some uh, spider webs. And you can use this in a spell for maybe, like, connections. Or weaving together energy um also in our episode about the spider we talked about the spider representing uh creativity mostly through writing do you remember that we talked about the spider was like a great writer i do now yeah uh yeah golly that was so long ago i like it too because spider webs are like some of the strongest material on earth like dude see that's what i'm talking about you could do you could do it for strength or maybe we're going a little gray. Maybe you want to like bind somebody bind. up. Yeah. Yeah. yeah fuck uh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Get them all wrapped up in a Dude, spider Dude, the bind one? freezer combo, like a yeah, yeah, bind yeah. and then oh, yeah. the freezer. T- it's like, bro. Yeah. It's great. You're fucked. Yeah. You know, when uh, Frodo is running away from Shelob and he gets caught in that tunnel and he has to like slash his way out of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he, like, that's what I think of. You're just kind of suspended. You're just webs. stuck there. Yeah. Stuck. Yeah, what are you going to do? And then my big fat ass is coming along, going to suck all the blood out of you. I'm Sheila. In this <laughs> okay. uh, my next one, and this is the one I was specifically referring to when I was like, some of these may seem out of nowhere, but like, okay, <laughs> neon or like glow in the dark shit. I saw some glow sticks at Dollar Tree or, or something. And I was like, hmm, wonder what we could do here. Uh, so it made me think like there's all kinds of glow in the dark shit. There's like glow in the dark stickers, glow in the dark paints that you could use. Uh, and I was thinking, what could we do this way? You could do illumination spells. 
Mm-hmm. You could do maybe heightened intuition spells. Um, if you are someone who works with technology, this just feels like a very cyberpunk thing to do. Anyway. It just also sounds like a great fucking time. You know? It just like, sounds like a good time. Sounds like a, like a time. paint party, dude. Ha- have you Isn't a moon weird? ritual? Yeah. You know? Get you oh, yeah. some, some black lights and oh, some dude. glow paint. This would be and, so cool to do on a new moon. Yeah. Get out there with some yeah. glow paint and yeah, yeah, yeah. Just do a little yeah. a little practice. Uh, you know, you could do maybe lighting up the darkness spells. Um, shit, I don't know. Get you some glow sticks. Have it, it could be part of your ritual dress. Maybe make your, you know, ever, I always just make the um, I always make a like a crown out of glow sticks. You know the big long noodly yeah. glow sticks. Oh yeah, hell yeah. yeah. We and them they have together. like the little plastic end that you plug into and you just yeah. make a, a big old crown uh did you ever break one and see what they feel like on the inside like the i fiberglass? was much too scared and add on to that i think my mom told me one of those like bullshitty parent things that was like you know oh you'll that'll burn your skin off don't you do it but really she just like didn't want me to break it i am very familiar with what they feel like on the inside because what? my senior year when we choreograph, uh, when a friend of me and a friend of mine choreographed like the the art symposium show, do you remember that? My, I do. Like that art show that we put together. There was a scene in it that was supposed to be, and I, it was it sucked because it was like su- choreographed really cool, uh, and it was going to be like a glow in the dark number, and uh, we were on a budget because we were an art department <laughs> and. Texas, a rural yeah. art department in Texas. Yeah. And so we couldn't get like UV paints, you know, or, or like, uh, sorry, glow in the dark paints and, and things like so we had glow sticks and we we're like, well, <laughs> we'll break them on ourselves before we go out. It can't be that bad. You know, it can't be that terrible. And we did all over ourselves. I mean, like spewed it everywhere all over ourselves. Great. And uh, it didn't work that good. Can you believe it? I was going to say, I don't really remember like a glow in the dark moment in that. No, it's because the whole thing was mostly blackness because uh, they opted to not turn the scrim on, which would have helped tremendously. Uh, (laughs) So that number was probably a little confusing for everyone. (laughs) I'm glad that there was like like 12 different scenes, but that one had just a sweet ass like backtrack. You, know, like you hear like the news. awkward thumping footsteps yeah. of children in the dark, teenagers. <laughs> is, is this some kind of art school bullshit? <laughs> like, is this that what they call sensory deprivation? <laughs> Am I going blind? <laughs> <laughs> but oh, it man. is fiberglass, and you do feel it. See, I was going to say, you as a child, does this doesn't compute to me. Like, I feel like you would be far too scared to do this. And you, like, no, just very I was cautious. always covering. I was always getting filthy and covered in paints and all kinds yeah, of Yeah, I know. Shit. But I just feel like you would look at a glow stick and be like, mm, better not. Yeah, I am surprised that I didn't think it was just going to immediately give me cancer, especially yeah. at that age. Yeah. yeah. But apparently You're they're right. non-toxic. They yes. fucking itch. Like, they itch like crazy. It's like rolling around in insulation. Of course. You said it was... Ugh gross well yeah uh that leads me to something very anti-glow stick insulation use uh biodegradable items opting for like biodegradable shit such as biodegradable glitter 
or plant-based inks or recycled paper to use in your witchcraft uh, can also, A, be, you know, eco-conscious, but it can also be, you can tie this into like returning to the earth and um, something deteriorating over time, if that be what you need it to be for the spell. Um, I'm, I'm thinking uh, coffee grounds, I think, is what kind of got me onto that. Um, well, and I though, something I like is is coffee filters because you can yes. put a lot of herbs and things into a coffee filter and just like tie them up with like a biodegradable little uh-huh. something like little t- like little I twine. use like that straw twine, yeah, you know that's just really weak and just like I can bury that or whatever and it's just going to decompose. It's just yeah, all it's natural just fibers. It's all plants food. and paper. Yeah, yeah, and it's just the unbleached filters, and I I like those. They're pretty and convenient I, for things like that. I like that because it's it's twofold. Like I think that it's better for our earth in a very um, us-centered kind of way. But I think in the spell, it also when we're doing spell work, a lot of people. I'm not saying everyone, and I'm not saying this is how it works. I'm just saying a lot of people work with the energy of the earth and work with things like plants and animals and, and things like that. Um, and when you do that, I think that's also just a, a good way to be like to show your respect. You know, yeah. and, and to not like essentially show up at somebody's doorstep and be like, help me, but then like wipe your big muddy boots in their face. Yeah, it, it it brings it all back kind of to the back down to the beginning, you know, mm. what it's mm. all about. In the beginning. Listen, broken glass. I broke a glass. So I was like, mm, bro- broken glass or shards of a mirror. You can do different little fragments of be careful mm-hmm. for working with broken glass but like duh but it can represent reflection you could perhaps if you did break a mirror keep a little you know keep a, a like some divination maybe look at how it broke on the floor and be like mm, is there anything i can glean from this or am i just bleeding from my feet uh you could also <laughs> think of it as the breaking of negative energies turn that negative thing like you just broke a plate instead of being like god damn it you know being like okay hey you know great We've broken, there was something in here that needed breaking, you know. That is so um, important. That is such an important mentality because shit happens. Shit happens. And it will and happen if, every day. And shit yeah. happens all the time. And not you being a witch is not going to stop shit from happening. But it yeah. can certainly help how you react to said shit happening. And being a witch, it's important. You know, it's like, I feel like we know that your reaction to things like that, the said shit happening can change the influence of that room, can change the influence of your aura, your miasma can can just bloat up all around you. Wow. Um, <laughs> uh, you could also use broken glass in like protection spells as your pokey thing. Um, and you could, uh, I don't know, what else? You use it to carve a candle. <laughs> I wonder if, like, because uh, you know how, like, uh, lowly beings or whatever demons have to, did vampires do it too? Like, <laughs> they have to count all the shit before they enter. You know, vampires just need permission. <laughs> they just need permission. Um, <laughs> but I wonder, what if it would also work to where, like, you have, like, all of the pieces of a broke or just broken glass and they stop and think that they have to, like, how did this like, go back together? Have to count and they have it. to yeah. try to figure out how it all went back together, even if you don't have all of the pieces. It's like, <gasps> like Walter White. <laughs> figure it out till dawn, yeah. bitch. That's what you could do. I mean, yeah, maybe you Walter White it and you steal a piece 
And it's always trying to put this thing back together and it just kind of lets you sweep it up and throw it out of the door and maybe it'll follow it, you know? Um, I don't know, man. There's also that whole thing. Now, I don't recommend you throwing broken glass out anywhere uh, that could hurt people. But there is that whole idea of throwing something shiny, like off of your property to kind of get the attention of of things and you throw it away. And hopefully it will like sort of chase that off. Uh, I guess you're being haunted by like a evil toddler that could be good for that that edible biodegradable glitter because also fuck counting all those pieces Ooh, baby oh yeah you're boned you're fucking boned dude yeah terrible um i feel like at that point they're just like no are you kidding i'm i'm cured i don't need to do this anymore i'm I'm murder going back away now i'm going yeah goodbye (laughs) uh uh okay old cardboard boxes i got several uses here i got excited uh, there's a lot of fucking cardboard boxes to deal with. Um, just from move, I, I have so much. I have so much cardboard boxes, either from moving shit, getting new shit. I've got a bunch of cardboard boxes from Christmas left. Hell, still. even just going to Costco. Jesus like, Christ! Cardboard our last boxes. trip to Costco, man. Like it just and steadily as we burn through it all, like we've mostly used everything. Like, but once we finish the last thing that came in that box, it's like there's another one. Like there's a ton of boxes just from buying in bulk yeah. and things like that. And what do you do with these boxes? Well, listen. I could tell you. Other than, you know, recycling them or using them for whatever. They could be symbolic containers. Okay. So they can hold specific items to represent your intentions. Okay. You could basically, I'm saying, decorate this little box with symbols and sigils, colors that align with your desired outcome. Put some stickers on there. Put, Put stickers, some stickers on, there. on it. Get some this like could craft also paint. Maybe be like a little portable altar, you know, maybe you use a bunch of like red and fire stickers and, you know, you, this is where you keep all your hot stuff, you know, or this Ooh, is where you keep all of your stuff. your aggressive stuff, whether that be for protection or for something else. Um, obviously, you could use these boxes for storage. Uh, I think that as witches, we all know the joke about like there's jars everywhere you turn, which brother. Mm. Listen here. I got some apple juice. But the apple juice that I wanted was not in stock. So they did that thing where they're just like, I'm going to pick whatever and throw it in. Yeah. Which whatever, that's fine. But they gave me that apple jaw, apple jaw, apple john. (laughs) (laughs) I'm back in New Jersey. Um, Mm -hmm. They gave me the apple juice. That's like the little round glass bottles. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I know the ones you're talking about. Uh, They and I haven't, I would never, I would never get that for myself. But I'm, I might. Because, like, I'm drinking out of it. I'm looking at it. And there's, like, a little glass bottle. And it's got, like, leaves and shit all yeah, like, carved all over it. And the top is, like, just a white. You know, sometimes with jars, you get the lid that's, like, spaghetti sauce. And you're, like, well, fuck, yes. I gotta cover this. But the lid is just kind of white. Uh, and it says, like, made in America or something like that. <laughs> it's nothing, like, too, like, I'm not going to look at it and be, like, ew, gross. This used to be spaghetti sauce. Um and you know what? Anything I put in it would be made in America, I guess. It so would it's be. not lying. It's true. But there's the joke. We get the containers from everywhere, which is jars all the time, all over the place. But I also have noticed that I've I've accrued a nice little collection of boxes to keep my shit in. Little candle boxes. And I got boxes that I put my um 
like my special letters into when we get when you guys send us little special letters i got a little box i like to put that into it it's it's all imbued with all of your little you're like just i don't know y'all when y'all like okay i may see back me up here when you guys send us little letters and stuff like it feels like a little puff ball of unicorn dust like it just gives me that vibe it's i don't know very, how to explain it it's very it's like, very intense it's like in special, a way like i yeah i always don't like i and happy just, yeah like whoa this is somebody took time to mail a a, a letter a letter to us. and they always make me smile so I've got They're like a little sweet. box where I keep Dude, those. I've got a couple more for you. And we've got a treat and Hell one yeah. that was sent by Katie, the collage mastermind creator <gasps> of the bean zine. And uh Brosif. We're gonna do it on a we're gonna do it on a Patreon live. I, oh hell yeah. It's, it's a new little activity and it's good, 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 it's good, a good, good. One. Yeah. Um Okay, uh, boxes. You could do, uh, uh, consider an herb drying box. Hmm? 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 Uh-huh. The, the box can help protect the herbs from the dust and the light while they dry, preserving their magical properties. Huh? Uh, oh. You can also... <laughs> you, maybe if it's a small box, you can make like a dream box. Or, you know, like all these little spells, like, you know, every single rock is like, put it under your pillow to have good dreams or whatever. Yes, this could be the place to put everything. This could be the place to to put it and then just kind of slide it under your bed. Uh, And lastly, don't forget the the power of offering, giving offering to whatever you might give offering to. Uh, Make a little offering container that can, you know, whoever you resonate with, the deity or spirit or whatever but that's where you can put all your little flowers and make your shaker space um mm. now listen i think we kind of sort of talked about this one like briefly but i want to talk about your used coffee grounds and your used i didn't tea. know you said used ca and i just i was i was your letting used cock I I didn't know. I thought we were rolling with condoms, which there's a mag- oh! got to be a magical purpose for that. I mean, fuck, that's easy. Oh my gosh! If you want to, we'll if you want to pick it up and, and touch it and deal with it, yeah. Uh, ho- hopefully, it's like yours. Well, yeah. Hopefully, Not like one that you found on the ground at Coachella. Or something. No, don't do that. Remember when we thought that Man of War was a condom? Dude, it looked just like a condom. It had a reservoir tip and everything. I thought it was a cheap blue gas station flavored condom. A gas station. <laughs> yeah, those two words I know what you backwards. mean, but I love the <laughs> idea that it's flavored like a gas yeah. station. Gross. Ew. Ew. Mm. Um, <clears throat> so I know a lot of people already do this, already use their used coffee grounds for stuff. Uh, I actually used to mix mine out, mix mine in with compost. But I never did so with a magical intent for mm. used coffee grounds, used tea grounds. Just basically, it's just it's dirty beans and fucking grass. So mm. super grounding. You know, maybe you could put them in a spell jar for grounding and purification. Uh, you could possibly mix them in. Uh, I, I don't think it'd be anything wrong with mixing in some coffee grounds with some of your black salt mixture for grounding. Um, I think that would work pretty well. Um, I don't see why not. You could probably mix them with water and make them just a little bit, like revive them again, make an ink. Ooh, like a really light ink. Yeah. Perhaps if, like a tea stain. Yeah. 
consider taking up reading, you know, reading of tea leaves, reading of coffee grounds, um, energizing spells, especially if you're using the coffee grounds, but also uh, any kind of tea that has um, um, caffeine in it. Now, green tea has caffeine, right? Green tea has caffeine yep. and black tea has caffeine. I know yes. that. Uh, red tea has no caffeine. I'm not sure about white tea. Uh, and then usually herbal tea does not, right? Depends on like the, the herbs. Hoibs. Like there's yeah. there's some like I I have an herb that is somebody wants sorry. <laughs> it's called yapon or yapon yapon y a u p o n chopping and it is an herb that's just super. It's got it's potent. It's got a lot of caffeine in it. It's very yeah, energizing, like chicory or but something. It's well, it's like a leaf. It's very mm. green tea like. Oh, um, but um, so yeah, it's I, I think there's some just other herbs out there that have like caffeinate, like caffeine properties yeah. to them. Um, your tea, your herbal tea, anyway. Think about reusing it, but like for the intended use of the herbs. So if you're if you if you're using like a, a nice little rose tea, if you go to like mm. a tea with roses Lovely. in it. You know, mm. you could use it again. Use it for love and attraction spells. Or maybe if you're doing a lavender and chamomile tea to go to sleep, you know, maybe you let that dry out and then you put it in your sleep jar. Um, or your sleep candle? Roll your candle in your old tea leaves. Sounds good to me. Okay. Uh, then you can also just use these to represent the earth. Uh, and to, uh, 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 lastly, do you think, I don't know, I'm, I'm saying a lot because it's like, do you think that you could use this for offering? Or does that seem disrespectful? I could see it more um, as like offering to the earth because like it yeah. does compost, you know, um, maybe yeah, in that I, sort of I, way. Yes, that's the way that I see it is like kind of giving yeah. back in the way of like giving the energy back what's left of it into the earth, you know, in the cycle of exchange. But I wouldn't like offer it to like, any one of my guides yeah, like scotty <laughs> yeah here's my used limp tea matter yeah 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 <laughs> uh now i have a whole list of things here and i don't want to i've already been talking for like 45 minutes and i don't want to keep i don't want to keep i could because like i've had so many ideas over this past but like used batteries normally you would just chunk those little sons of bitches away right but they could be your symbolic energy storage. You know it's an empty battery, so it's ready to be charged up. And you can make this little love battery, you know, pop it in your love oh. jar. Or you can make a little um, uh, horny battery and pop it in Damn. your horny jar. Or hey, a, We know you got one. There's a horny jar somewhere a horny in the jar. house. Yeah, it's probably one of those apple juice containers. Um, you can... <laughs> Use them in maybe transformation rituals. You could, I see a big use for drained batteries in a, a more of a combative spell or maybe a more, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Not combative, but uh, uh, offensive. Like offensive. Yes. Yeah. Uh, once again, the, the technomancy or anybody who works with computer, uh, computers, that sound like an old person, technology, computers. <laughs> um, empty water bottles. Don't throw them away. Those are po potion elix elixir containers. Okay. Um, you can uh, do uh, intention jars or you can make uh, little flower vases out of them. And I know this might be at this point sounding like that show Extreme Cheapskate, but like 
There's some nice looking water bottles. You know, like those glass vase some. water bottles? Come on. Yeah, when you're getting the, especially getting into the glass territory, yeah. I very much struggle with throwing any of that away. Oh, I have a hard time with it. Yeah, I've got a real big, a real big boner for glass. Mm-hmm. Um, what about D&D dice? What would you use a D&D dice for? Divination seems Ooh. pretty, pretty uh, obvious. Yeah, but I, I also think that using a die in a spell and it's depending on it depends on what you're doing so if i was doing a road opening spell i'd use a d20 because i'd want a whole bunch of different avenues potentially maybe to bring it in or Mm -hmm. you know if i am doing uh if i'm trying to manifest a job opportunity i'm gonna you know try to go as narrow as i can maybe and be like you know i know there's only like like a a d4 yeah, yeah, exactly. And be like, there's probably only a handful of us like and I'm going to be I'm going to be it's going to be number one. It's going to be yeah, me. Yeah, 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 you yeah. know, so I think you could use die for a whole bunch of different things. And just even using just the the number of faces to kind of go into the spell. Yeah, shit. You could even be kind of lost in, in the in what you want to do a spell for not for but like how you want to put it together. And you could be like, ah, God damn it. How many ingredients does this some bitch meat roll, roll you a d6? And be like a three. Yeah. Only three ingredients, sure. Or I don't know. Maybe you get like a full twelve, and it's a big spell. But you know, let let fate. I'm a big fan of just rolling dice for everything, man. Let it, it's let cool, it go. yeah, yeah, man. Um, then I started getting real weird, and I, I've been cleaning a lot, and I'm like, what about that? What about that shit you empty out from the vacuum? Can you use that <laughs> okay. for anything? Can you use that nasty shit for anything? And. <laughs> Basically, my mind went purely nasty shit. You know, I'm putting well, this in nasty, a nasty shit jar. for nasty shit. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm putting this in. A, you you know, like how we talked about one of uh, the most like simple spells that you can do and and do it basically anywhere is you can like pee, and like, I guess like use your toilet paper or whatever, and and your toilet paper is the the thing you're trying to send away, and you're just like, I'm gonna piss on it and send it away. Yeah, it's kind of like that. It's like I'm sweeping it up. And I'm getting out of here. And while you are throwing it away, like maybe you pinch off just a little bit. Maybe you pinch off just a little bit of a dust bunny and you throw it into that like nasty, you know, spell that you're doing. Maybe you, you want what them to like. What do you mean pinch off a little bit of a dust bunny? I'm not understanding. Know? Okay, listen, if you open up your, if you open up your vacuum. And you dump all that shit Okay, off. Uh, the transition was really harsh from pissing in the woods. And I was like, what? <laughs> you just Do pinch you a little off. Is that a euphemism? Like, what <laughs> is dust that? Dust bunny? Yeah, it's like, Dude, that's cute. I'm going to start calling shit dust bunnies from now on. That's adorable. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, okay. Anyway, uh, uh, you know what I have a lot laying around the house and I never know what to do with them? Used, dried out disinfecting wipes. Because I use those like Clorox wipes on everything, right? You can use those. Listen here. Let, s- symbolic cleansing. Get a big wad of them. I'll make a little fan out of them and I'll shake them. I'll shake them. And I'm going to shake them and I'm going to do some uh, some kinetic cleansing of the air. You know, get the, get wow. the wind going. Uh, I'm going to I'm gonna do uh, a cleansing and purification ritual. Maybe I just take one of these things I just wipe the table with. I'm like, you know what? Still got some juice. <laughs> cleansing. Uh, maybe because it's dried out and it's super dry, it can absorb. Oh, you know what? Absorb the negativity. Its wetness helped to clean the surface and now its dryness will absorb the negativity. Put them on your bed. 
suck up a nightmare and throw them away in the morning. Save, save every one that you've ever, ever used and put yeah. it under your bed. Put it on your bed. Sleep. <laughs> suck it up. Suck up all your gross nightmares and then throw them away the next day. Okay. You know, whatever. Same thing. Listen, I went off here. I, old Swiffer dusters. Yeah. Same thing, basically. Basically the same thing as the the uh, the shit you sweep up. Um, this is like getting into, this is getting more into like sassy magic. But like, <laughs> I wonder if, <laughs> I, love sassy I don't know magic. why this popped into my head when you said Swiffer pad, I guess just because they're an appropriate side for slapping. But I was like, what if you just slap a picture of your enemy? Yeah! With Swiffer, dirty Swiffer pad. With that dirty Swiffer? Again. Tell yeah. me. That that's not going to energetically do something to them. I, I mean, me. I don't know how it wouldn't. You'll at least Come feel on. better inside. Maybe. Oh, baby. I don't know. Just rub it. Rub it on their little face. <laughs> yeah. And just acknowledge. Be like, all right, I had to get that out. I, yeah. I feel better now. I can, it's, I can And you know what? On. It sucked. It didn't it even up. have it to be magically. That. It didn't even have to have magical intent. Maybe yeah. sometimes you just need to get it out. Yeah. And I, and I think just through that, it does have magical intent. Corks. Old corks, wine corks, champagne corks. Uh, you could maybe carve or paint things onto them. Use them for little specific desires. You could maybe make little poppets out of them. Or um, maybe poppets, not the correct word. But like a little uh, a figurine, a representative. Um, you Your jar lids. Because I know you have more jar lids than you have jars. We all do. <sighs> jar lids. Because we think we're going to keep them. But like, anyway. Use the jar lids that are so annoying. Make a little mini altar out of them or a spell base like that's what you stick your candle to and i do that your... all the time yeah all the time and that's what my catch candles candle. i put them in there yeah uh scraps of fabric maybe through like old clothes that you don't wear anymore but they're like a little bit past the point of being donated you can maybe uh scrap them up and you can use them in binding spells or fill them with herbs and make bags out of them. Broken jewelry, kind of the same thing as the broken glass. Um, old bottle caps could be used as, as like symbolic for money if you do like money jars, um, particularly if you're like a Fallout New Vegas fan. Uh, you could paint the bottle caps. You can save enough of them and make your own little little, little rune set if you'd like. Um, or just, you know, you can charge a little bottle, bottle cap and, and take with you. And it's very low key, very under the radar. Nobody's going to think twice if you have a little bottle cap in your car. But like if they look down and they see a protection spell jar, they might go, which. So, you know, <laughs> think it through. Um, let's see. Oh, God, I've got ton of tons of them. Old buttons that you want to throw away. You know, keep keep an old button. You can paint over it and make it something else. Um uh, uh, let's see, I've got more shit about <laughs> sweeping shit off of the floor. <laughs> <laughs> um, I got old used toothpaste tubes. Uh, once again, reason? what is the use for the old toothpaste tube? Uh, well, listen, once again, symbolic cleansing and purification. Okay. You could even squirt them full of something if you'd like to put a little, put a little salt in, <laughs> in there or some okay. other kind of cleaning ingredient uh you, perhaps you could use them um um uh, you could uh uh use them to store so clean them out and put your spell ink in there oh sure okay or you could squeeze out the last little bit and make a little sigil on your bathroom mirror oh okay. draw it right there right where your face is uh-huh uh-huh uh they can also just be elemental representation so 
listen, okay. I, they're not all winners. <laughs> but but the idea was there you know i guarantee yeah. somebody out there has a great idea now for an old used toothpaste thing put it on oh, facebook yeah. old sure. nail polish that you don't like you didn't like the nail polish maybe you're halfway done with it you don't want to give it to anybody because that's nasty use it to make sigils use it to yeah. paint shit Use it to um, enhance the color of little things. Same thing with old makeup that you don't use anymore. Um, and, you know, uh, shit. Old hair from your hairbrush. It could be a very, that's a very uh, tied to you kind of thing. Now, I'm not saying. Yeah, hair is. Take the hair out of somebody else's hairbrush because that's, you know. That's or getting, do. That's. Yeah, I mean, you know, that's care. just, that's, yeah, that, that is, you involve someone else when you use right. their hair. Yeah, be, uh, consent is key. But I want to take it over to the beans now. Let me hit refresh here. And I popped it over just a little while ago because I was like, oh, it'd be cool to get some other people's stuff on this. Uh, I just said, hit me with your weirdest items used in spells or witchcrafts. Uh, and I said my example was used napkins, which, I mean, I think that could be something gross. Amber says I've used a dirty diaper before, and I think that's cool. great. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Karina has uh, the old, good old blood and pee. Absolutely, I, mm-hmm. I, have, I too have used the blood and pee. I find mm-hmm. it effective. Cat mm-hmm. says plain and simple, dog shit. Nice and free nice stella said mine would probably be bubble gum aaron says cigarette butts juliet says chicken poop leanne says someone else's key to their house (laughs) Uh, ariel says flowers from a funeral or boyfriend used a cow's tongue once Um, oh lit wow sick hatched baby bird eggshells Kayla uh, says, this might only be weird to non-witchy people, but I've used my puppy's baby teeth in a protection and health spell jar. Adorable. Fucking cute. That is cute. Love that. I've always wanted to find the teeth of my puppies, but I never have. Oh, they eat them. Yeah. Do they eat them? What do they do? I think Uh, they eat them. (laughs) Taylor. (laughs) Taylor. I love this one. Taylor says, I'll walk up to the train track by my house as the train is going by and use it as a sound cleanse. I figure it works because it's iron on iron. Um, Crystal just says a potato. Nice. Hey, <laughs> I use that shit. I love using food. Mm. Uh, just a whole ass foods in mm. magic. I think it's great. Um, so I'll, yeah, full on fucking whole potato, 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 whole potato. Um, Andrea says a dried toad I found and a vibrator. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Uh, Megan says, I'm working on something nasty that includes cat shit, dead wild mushrooms, moldy half-eaten, uh, egg? Doll? I don't know. This is, this is not a nice spell. Uh, oh, 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 <laughs> Ashley here has an example of the broken glass, shattered glass from an attempted break-in, um, parts of my iron slam door that have broken off for home protection spells. Mm, um, I like that. Uh, Kyrie says you can't hex a dude in my house without a baculum. Cat poop. <laughs> we've got Aldo says I've uh, used Dante's hairball before. Gross. <laughs> like a hacked up hairball. Yeah, like a hacked up hairball. <gasps> yeah. Ew. In a in a in 
was that a not nice it was a not nice nice spell spell. let's just say i was retaliating (laughs) against our government (laughs) i assumed that uh i don't know what you could use a hacked up hairball for that would be nice but alder says uh i once used a small plastic coffin um to bury in quotes a spell when the ground was frozen and i thought that was very clever Hmm. um let's see let's see let's see Reese says I use shredded whiskers, clipped nails, um, uh, Tiffany, a pair of reading glasses, dude. If you want somebody to like maybe see their shit or yeah. you want someone to see the quality within you, yeah, you know, get literal like orb or something. Corey is I farted into a jar once. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Uh, Excellent. Honestly. <laughs> genius uh, love that yeah so much why not fucking awesome so, i i love that there i would just so want many... either their picture or a name face up yeah to receive it and then just put the lid on it fart in the jar put the lid on it and just go and like throw it in the dumpster outside and be like that's what i think of you <laughs> just sit and think about what you've done yeah yeah exactly yeah, yeah just sit there for a little bit until the jar breaks or the fart smell fades eventually <laughs> And you just think about what you've done. But that's 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 something I'm calling, I don't know, maybe weird witchcraft, just for the cuteness of alliteration for the title. But, hey, I um, like alliteration. Yeah, I love alliteration. And that went on for a while. I didn't, I'm sorry, I didn't expect it to. But I, I've that's gotten okay. really, I got really inspired over this past week about just, you know, what could I use this? Everything. I'm looking at everything. I just ate a delicious, a delicious Lindor chocolate truffle. Oh. And, um, oh baby and i'm sitting i'm like what can i use this wrapper for use it like what can you use that wrapper for i hear it i hear you messing with. oh do you hear gently very gently rattling yes (laughs) (laughs) Woo. uh dude i had some greek food like two Mm. days ago that has given me it was delicious it's fucking great but it gave me heartburn ever since then like today's the first day that i haven't had heartburn I'm getting old. That's what happens when you get old. Don't get old. I, you get mad at me though if I don't get old because <laughs> I'm still in my twenties. I don't understand how that's possible. I'm going to be 35 very soon. I don't understand how I'm this far into my mid 30s and you are still in your 20s. Because I'm five wrong. years behind you. Something's wrong. Mm. Macy. Yeah, bro. The Witch Bitch Amateur Hour is episode 200 and what did I, what did I, 254th episode is sponsored today. Yes, sponsored by Splurge Worthy Designs. Love the name. Yeah. By the way, I just thought it was immediately cute. Splurge Worthy. I like that. I always loved the word splurge. Feels like such a treat. Well, and and the the taste of splurge worthy together for me is delicious. Yeah, I very much enjoy the like the taste and texture of splurge worthy designs. It's fun for me. And this is a really fun one. Uh, We have a creator that's making some fun things that you can put on your body that are just joyful. I told them after I opened the boxes, like, it's just the most fun opening. It was so fun to open those boxes. And, and the pictures out. you've sent me 
are amazing. And and also, I just want to say, I recently just learned by reading this stuff, they never make the same, like, head crown. They never make the same head crown twice. So everything is, like, bespoke. And it's, let's see, we got crystal crowns, crystal pendulum, pen, pendulums, rune sets and rune boards, which I'm, like, particularly drawn to because they're, like, that delicious, like, glittery resin there you know mm, that looks mm-hmm. so smooth and delicious there's mm-hmm. um uh circlet crowns it says here i've always said if you can dream it i can probably make it so if you have something like specific in mind don't hesitate to reach out to them and get get you something made like special yeah and there's there's something really wonderful about that you know and like uh, when it comes to magic especially like knowing something was made for you. And there were a couple of things that were sent that were absolutely, totally just, I just feel like attention was paid. I, you and I now have matching Titsoak bracelets. Dude, and, I am so excited about and that. And they're, they're bloodstone and hematite. And I just thought that the bloodstone was a really funny addition. <laughs> That's a nice I touch. really liked it. That's cute. I immediately slid it on my wrist the moment Good. after opening it. Like I was just like, okay. And I put it on. Uh, little things that really just do it for me. Like the, I, uh, there's this lovely little uh, amethyst acorn. And it's I like was a, it's just like an acorn cap. about Love to it. talk about that. I'm wearing mine right now. I was just about to talk about it. It's a magnetic <laughs> clasp. Which I love. I love a magnetic clasp. I like immediately. I was just able to just like click it on in the back, and it just like I was just like, dude, hell yeah, hell yeah, hell yeah, love this. Um, (laughs) (laughs) So over at splurgeworthydesigns.com, we've got pendants and necklaces, gemstone stud earrings, crowns, resin, resin things, resins, pendulum and divination tools, rings, one uh, one of a kind jewelry, jewelry sets, wire trees, crystals, dangle earrings. There's also things I see on here, like the moon water bottle. Like it's Mm. like a a little specialized bottle and they've put like all cute like little little mossy little mossy things all over it you win me you win me with the little mossy things it's gonna get me every time yeah yeah a little a little mossy thing uh and as i i have been one to do in the past there is a particular piece that um if if one of you goes over here and, and snatches this up i would very much enjoy you to take a picture and tag us all in it uh it is called the star ruby lavender and rose necklace um it has won my entire heart uh and just just check it out just i'll I'll, we'll link the everything but i'm gonna stick like a special link to this necklace because i love it so much well and we were really we were really spoiled like we charlie and me were each sent like a little bit of everything like we were each sent a pendulum and we were each sent some of the sweet little dangly earrings and a little acorn amethyst and a whole crown which mine has like little moss and wood pieces of wood bark and little mushies all Ooh, in it it's I love a cute as hell i love it so much like we got a little bit of everything and they're both very different like my pieces are very different from your pieces even though we both kind of got a similar smattering there was individual thought put into each one for yeah. us specifically and i just i really appreciated that like it was it was really it was a nice touch and it was just neat to like see 
And this is just something that comes from, no, like, forgetting at times that we have a show that people listen to that, like, mm-hmm. is out in the void. And it's like, these pieces were created with me in mind. And it's like, so what, how it made me think about them, like, I wonder what inspired this, you know, like, yeah. what, what did I, what inspired these little charms and these elements that were made on my piece? It's just very interesting. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. And that is kind of what I love about everything here on Splurgeworthy Designs is that it's all so different. You know what I mean? Like, sure, there's, mm-hmm. let's see, I'm looking at one, two, three, four different crystal tea diffusers, which are adorable. They're the little tea diffusers that you can put in, mm-hmm. but they also kind of like jangle off your cup and they look real cute. Mm-hmm. But they're all different, different crystals, different meanings, different little charms on all of them. So everything is is highly individualized and like means something. Um yeah, sorry. So every time I, I talk, I scroll a little bit and I see something new that I like. This rainbow uh, weather. You know the dual hair combs? I think those are so cool. Yeah, the dual hair combs are... I saw those and that, like, not many things do, but that gave me a pang for my long hair for a second. I was like, oh, <sighs> those are cool. Yeah. You could you could wear really short cool. hair. Just put it backwards and have it, like, hang over your third eye. Yeah, just have, them, have it, like, creeping forward, just, like, yeah, with yeah, the hair. Yeah. Like, just, yeah, going forward. Yeah. I... There's just a lot of creativity going on. I really, it's fun. It feels whimsical and it feels fun. And it makes me even happier to know that like, this is their full-time business. Like Jordan over at Splurgeworthy Designs, they're doing this full-time now. And that's incredible. And so support your small local witchy businesses or, you know, even local just in the fact that we're all part of the big same family. You know, mm-hmm. uh, support each other. And again, there's their whole website. They have their own site. It's splurgeworthydesigns.com. And have you a fun, have you a fun peruse over there? Yeah. Do you sub looking? And, and also if you, if you're like, hmm, I like this, but you know, maybe I have something special. Jordan says that, uh, they've had people write them and say, look, I really like this thing here that you've made, but instead of, you know, I don't know, something on it, Jordan has had clients that have given a, a hand-drawn labeled diagram of like exactly what they want. And for me, this feels like a tattoo, you know, when you like write a tattoo, yeah. and you're like, this is what I want. Um, and they can create something for you. If you just say, hey, this is my budget. This is what I like. You know, you can even say, here's a list of things I like. And I leave the rest to you and your creative freedom. Uh, they've made crowns spe- like specifically and special for weddings, cosplays, D&D characters. Awesome. Commit to the fucking bit. I uh, love uh, it. Uh, That's uh, so, uh, I want, dude, Mace Waker needed a crown. Yeah. Mace Waker needed like a circlet. Yeah, like, like a like a little head. forehead circular yeah. with like a robe, a hooded yeah. a hooded robe over it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and uh, a sovative needed uh, bow lessons. Sovative <laughs> needed some fucking eyeglasses. Is what sovative <laughs> <needed>. <laughs> yeah, she did. <laughs> oh wow. Uh, however, uh, another little cute thing here that was included from from Jordan. Uh, they say, as I always say, life is short and the rules are made up. Wear a crown. Ah. Uh. That makes me smile. I really like that a lot. It's precious. Um, Y'all, go look at splurgeworthydesigns.com. They sponsored this episode, this show, uh, and and give them a look and see what some some really creative hands can do. And get you something nice. Get you you something nice. nice. Splurgeworthydesigns.com. There's also Splurgeworthy Designs uh, on Instagram. 
I'm going to talk to you about Benzoin. I sure today. wish that you would. Or sometimes called Benjamin. <laughs> I'm sorry. What? I don't know why, man. <laughs> I don't know. Are you serious? <laughs> I am. I am okay. serious deeply. Um, Great. I, and it's funny when you see the first thing you see on, uh, uh, like on Wikipedia. You know, it's, a, it's like Benzoin or Benjamin. Benjamin. Parentheses. <laughs> corrupted pronunciation. <And> so, <laughs> wow. Yeah, it is. So we're talking about benzoin. It results. It's it's a resin. It is resulted from the uh, the bark of species of trees in the genus Styrax, which just sounds wow. really cool to me. Sounds like it's a, Styrax, but it, it sounds, sounds like, like a villain, a, like a never ending story. Yes, character. I was thinking like eighties cartoon villain yeah 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 like a he-man villain yeah that's the voice that i I read it and it was just like yeah immediately it was like "Mm, me styrex and i was like that's fun that's a cool word almost skeletor-esque but yes it kind of is skeletor (laughs) yes (laughs) so there's it seems two like common types of benzoin resin there's benzoin sumatra or benzoin siam so there's that sumatran benjamin and that siam benjamin great and benjamin siam is obtained by the uh tree styrax tonkinesis (laughs) (laughs) and (laughs) which is found in thailand and uh, as well as Laos, Cambodia, and Vietnam. So benzoin Sumatra is from these, is Styrax benzoin, just more on the nose there, Styrax. it seems, from Sumatra. So you've got two different kinds coming from uh, two, like just two different types of trees really going on here in kind of different areas. So depending on the variety, you know, there might be a variation in the scent of, of of the resin or the oil that you're using. Uh, for example, like Laos benzoin, apparently, uh, it like has, it's just, it's got like really great scent quality. Like they had like good olfactory quality. So like our Corn brain bread. just takes it and just slurps it up, just mm. takes it and just spits it out slurp, in our body slurp, and is like, slurp. feel things. And it's just oh. a really good experience when you smell it. Uh, and it's said to be like vanilla. Maybe a little bit, a little bit toasted vanilla, a little caramelized, maybe. Hmm. Some uh, might say cornbreadish. I was waiting. I waited for all the research. I did, mm-hmm. and nobody mm-hmm. said a fucking word, and it really bothered me <laughs> about it because it's like, guys, what are we even doing here? You know what this smells like. Quit trying to, quit What's trying to make game? this. Come on. Yeah, a lot fancier than you know that this smells like your mom's <laughs> Jiffy cornbread. Yeah, Get out of town. Jiffy. So, uh, so Siam benzoin uh, is apparently the most sought after. However, it is the most expensive. It's sought after by perfumers, and we know that perfumers pay that money for that shit that smells good. Uh, it's more rare, and it's yeah, again, it's it's a bit pricier, and it apparently is is more assertive in its vanilla properties. It's very sweet, Whoa, but even stronger through, but- cornbread. Apparently, apparently so. That's what I'm going to go with. Like, you know, the, wow. you know, like when uh, you make cornbread and then you even like 
because it's common here in Texas to like add a little sugar to yep. the cornbread. Um, I, I feel like it, it would be like the sugar cornbread versus just like regular, not as sweetened cornbread. That's you know, my, I think it's dad who says he does not enjoy the sugar cornbread. I don't get that. <laughs> I, I don't even... I don't. I mean, I'll fuck around with the sweet ass cornbread that's like just got it's like got the good salty just regular or cornbread or the kind with the peppers in it. Like I'll mess with that oh, too because it's delicious. Some cream corn with some jalapenos. Oh gosh, man. Yeah, but I mean though, if I'm talking there's something so beautiful about the combination of sweet and savory. Like when you've got a really mm -hmm. good pot of like black eyed peas and maybe some like new potatoes, you know, like your, mm -hmm. your like red skins that have been just like going in a pot and they're all like simmering and they've done their thing. And like having that savory and like that starch paired with sweet starch is fantastic. Oh my Another god, it's, I just love it so much. And with the salty salted butter on top of it, salted butter on top of sweet cornbread is a blessing. Melted into a cornbread. Fuck. Oh my off. god, I'm so hungry. I would love some cornbread right now. Did you know that oh, Dad do. also does not like black eyed peas? I learned that recently. I learned huh. that, uh, yeah, very recently, and I was like, what? Huh. What? I love black eyed peas um, a lot. I just they think taste that like voice the not so. He's not right. Uh, so anyway, the benzoin tree, um, it, it originates apparently in Sumatra and Thailand. And they get about eight meters tall, 20 feet, you know, give or take a little taller, 24 feet, you know, in the 20s. Uh, that's their max height. So they're more kind of shrubby trees, you mm. know. And before you know, you get to the bottle of oil or the resin, a decent amount of stuff has to happen first. So it's harvested by hand. And really, they kind of have to crawl up into the trees to to do it. So the harvester will climb up into the tree, the top of the tree. And as they descend, they will start kind of they will wound the bark, you know, they will slash the tree so that it, it makes tears. The tree cries. Ouch. So and, this is a scabby situation. Yeah, as is most resin. It like sap. Okay. And so it makes scab. the tree weeps. And uh, eventually, you know, this comes out as like kind of a semi-liquid. It's more liquidy. It's pale in color. But it hardens as it dries and becomes in contact with the air to like this kind of uh, ambery yellow color. The kind that I had was... Uh, pale but there's also some processes that go on before like you know you don't just pluck it off the tree necessarily put it in the bag um <laughs> but uh they wait for it to correct like six months after they after the tree is cut it is left alone for six months and the sap comes out and it seems to cure on the bark of the tree and then they go through by hand and they pluck it all off they get it all off of the tree. It's cleaned. I don't like pluck. I don't know. <laughs> that didn't do it for you. Um, you know, pluck it off, and so they it's cleaned, you know, and and just sorted, and basically from here, there's uh like 
it goes through a couple of different, there's a fork in the road of what can happen to this stuff. You know, there's getting it more processed into like a, you know, like getting it like resin quality to be burned on discs and things like that. So just kind of cleaning it and preparing it for that. Or there's getting it like extracted into like its volatile oil form. You know, like its essence Ooh. or its absolute is the word uh, that's used. It's benzoin absolute. And it sounds really cool. It sounds very fancy, you know. And basically, it, it's like, it. I don't exactly understand what's happening here and how they do it, but it becomes a resonoid and then an absolute. So that's like apparently how, like the stair step process before huh. it becomes in like its fancy oil form. And it seems that a single tree can produce about four to six kilograms of resin uh, per year per tree. How and many? How many feet is a kilogram? I, I'm not very good at this, but I my very lazy method is I usually just cut it in half, uh, and so like two to six pounds. Okay. Right or no? I or is that backwards? I think it it would be eight to 12 know, pounds it's eight to 12 pounds because people weigh less in kilograms than they do in pounds generally so it would be i think like eight to 12 ish pounds but this is just crude crude american math yeah. come on american <laughs> school system <laughs> like we don't we know we're the literally like there's what like three three countries in the world that do this that are not on we board know. that are not we up to the times <laughs> um you don't have to tell us. It's just, this is always one of those reminders when I'm like, God, we are so dumb. We're so dumb <laughs> when I don't like have our calculations first, you know? Um, <sighs> so anyway, you could burn it as an incense as the resin form. Uh, so there's, uh, you know, resins have been burned for a very long time in spiritual spaces. Uh, gum benzoin, as it is sometimes also called in its resin form, is a big time component of incense that are used in like uh, Russian Orthodox churches and other some Orthodox practices. Benzoin makes it into the mix of the incense that are used uh, during the... Um, my brain has lost it's services gosh i kept trying my brain kept trying to say <laughs> sessions it was like sessions <laughs> is not the word <laughs> i thought you were saying your brain has lost its services <laughs> I just, my faculty is offline um so uh as well as uh, some like catholic blends and you know like in the the sensor thingies uh that wave the incense smoke around. Um, it is used in Hindu temples in India. It is used in, I mean, really all over types of, uh, it gets blended in with Japanese incenses as well as some Chinese blends. It is just really, it makes its way into a lot of incense over many different countries and cultures. And, it makes sense as to why, I guess, um, when you kind of look into it historically. But one, it smells good, which how nice was that back in the day? Like, yeah. oh, it what smells a good. Yeah. And I, there is something very, there is something different to me about resins. Resins are 
I don't know. They they permeate more to me than incense do. Like, I mean, and of course, like if they're in the incense blend, then that's like a different deal. But like, if I'm really wanting to be like fancy, I guess you can say I'm like raising, I'm like, this is, I'm doing some magic here of like a high standard, I guess. I'm busting out the resins, you know, because I yeah. just feel like there is and it's one it's I do know that they are just such a potent sap and it's such a process. But the the smell of them all, I just feel like it just gets right up into my brain. Like I really am impacted by resin. It like smell. shoves its way right into you into your olfactory nerve. It does. Water. And I do, I talk about that a little bit and later on, like as to why it, we are affected so much by scent and benzoin is a common ingredient in incense making and perfuming because of the sweet vanilla like aroma that it has, AKA cornbread, but nobody's saying it. Does anybody else (laughs) think so? Can somebody tell me if you've ever thought the same thing or is it just me and I'm dying on this hill because I'm curious to know. Does anybody think so? I just, I've really, I, it's so on the nose for me. So I'm just shocked to not see it even acknowledged anywhere else. That's Go all. pick you up a box of Jiffy Cornbread Mix, make it, enjoy it, and then burn some of this and tell me it's not the same thing. It's not the same thing. I just, anyway, it's also a fixative, which is great. Fixatives are really handy in perfumes. If we can remember uh, what that means from, I think, the vetiver episode, but I don't remember for sure. It helps to slow the dispersal of the volatile oils in the perfume. So basically, it's helping to prevent the perfume from shooting its load immediately once it's sprayed on your skin and it just evaporates right off, you know, as a lot of perfume does. Like having a good fixative in there will help kind of make it a more slow lingering dispersal uh, oh. than just one that's like, oh, this smells great. And then in like a minute later, it's it's mostly gone. What did you say? Spurting its load? Yeah, like, you know, it just it just blows. It just, blows was that quick, the vernacular like, you used? I guess. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and they, you know, and again, so when in the perfume industry, they're not just shoving resin into bottles. This is the oil, the absolute here. And it is that resin that was cleaned and processed by solvent extraction. I don't really know what that means, but it produces like this thick oil. means you soak it in turpentine. I may be. And I I don't know. And that's really what is used. That oil is what is used in the perfume industry. And I, um, I've i never smelled the oil either, but I wonder if it too smells like cornbread. They own, the closest thing that I did see as a comparison to the cornbread was I did see it was compared to a note of like uh, cocoa butter, oh. like in its raw form. And I could kind of see that because there is like like raw cocoa butter does have like that kind of chocolate sweetness, but it also has that starchy yeah, kind of something, note. Yeah. And I was like, okay, I'm that's close. That's getting there. It's still not right. And you all know it, but you just don't want to <laughs> admit it. Does um, anyone else think so? <laughs> I'm, just, I'm so curious. And benzoin, it sneaks into all kinds of places. So it's used in uh, cosmetics. 
It's in skincare, so apparently uh, benzoin is pretty good for the skin. Uh, I don't exactly know how or, you know, like it, I didn't go into there were so many different things that it was used in. I couldn't go into every single one as to like the properties as to why, why or what what is in it for the skin. However, it is antimicrobial and anti-inflammatory in property. Um, and it just seems, though, that it is able to just balance out the skin, just kind of help it find a good little equilibrium and rejuvenate it a little bit. I don't know the best way to apply it. So do your own, own research on that. Like for I was just like for me, I'd be like, I added maybe just a couple, an oil, a drop or two of oil in like a carrier oil, maybe. Um, but look it up and see what you can find out. And really, as far back as ancient Egypt times, the resin was prized for its fragrance and also its disinfectant properties uh, because it, it does have that antibacterial ability. Ancient uh, they, Lysol. They are basically, yeah, it seems so. Uh, they are used in, uh, you know, just kind of the the clearing of spaces during rituals, uh, or they were doing, you know, just in, in those sacred spaces. Uh, in Greece, they were used medicinally, or benzoin was used medicinally to help with the skin, problems with the skin, as well as the lung. Uh, and then, really... It has just kind of continued on and benzoin has just really been something that humans have prized and utilized as a spiritual and also medicinal thing. And really from the 8th century onward, benzoin nugs were getting traded right and left. So there was like, it was a traded item. (laughs) Yeah. All right. And... It's just, I mean, really, it, it, multiple cultures, uh, spiritual practices utilize it uh, and have for a really long time. And benzoin is similar to frankincense in the way, if we can recall, that it has these pragmatic qualities of being antiseptic, you know, antifungal even. Uh, and in the West, it was known, it's, it's, it's more Western term, you get the Benjamin. It seems it was also oh. known as gum, gum, not gun, Benjamin, Jeez. <laughs> gum, gum, Benjamin, uh, or <laughs> Friar's balsam. So it's act- it's a it's something that is. I'm sorry, Friar's. No, we're balsam. not gonna we're not gonna breeze over that. Say that again, Friar's balsam. Great, and it is an extract that uh, has benzoin resin in it that was utilized for respiratory problems ailments. So, Friar's balsam. Balsam. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And really, these medicinal qualities are only going to strengthen the purification properties that it has metaphysically, because, like, I just, I believe that. I think that oftentimes we can look at the qualities that something has in the physical world and be like, okay, why not? Why wouldn't it also have those qualities in the spiritual sense, you know, in the metaphysical way? Benzoin resin uh, or oil can be used in meditation, you know, so you can, if you can't, if you live somewhere you can't burn, Places, things you can't burn places. You just can't, you know. They just tell you you can't burn places down. You're like, God oh, damn okay. It. There's nothing worse. Um, if you can't burn things on a disc or whatever, you can diffuse the oil, which is nice. 
And uh, you can use it for meditation times when you're looking to expand beyond yourself. We're talking astral travel, uh, things of that nature. It's a very elevating scent. It has that high frequency to it. It's up there with frankincense and myrrh, which is why you find it up there with those two buddies in the blend that we know as Three Kings. Oh, yeah, I remember that because I almost did my topic over Three Kings, and then I was like, "Shit, I've never talked about benzoin." And then I was like, "I should do that," and then I'll just talk about Three Kings inside of benzoin because that makes more sense. But, so, Three Kings is frankincense, myrrh, and benzoin. Uh, apparently, with some so depending on the the maker, it seems that they might throw in some other extra like uh. So the resins are also you know like they're they're like blue and mm-hmm. red and white for some reason uh oftentimes so like sometimes they are like colored in like essential oils or you know different like things like that and or like different uh, other perfumes are added into the resin i saw one maker that put lavender buds in there with them uh so it it just seemed like but that's your core base is yeah frankincense myrrh and benzoin resin core in your three kings little blend there Core which i love three kings would you say <laughs> <laughs> you know like the english like core corb isn't it it's core blimey i don't know i've never pretty, heard of that in my life i'm pretty sure corb i'm gonna send it to you <laughs> okay okay please Please do. <laughs> I thought you said Corb's limey. And I was like, who? What? Who's Corb? Um, who's Corb? <laughs> so the three of these resins together really pair, I think, super good. They're going to not only help really elevate things, you know, to a good frequency, but it smells great, you know, and you're going to get a balance there. It might cover up a little bit of that stinky foot of the myrrh, Ooh. you know, with the sweetness cornbread of the benzoin kind of balancing mm. out that and the tartness of the frankincense. I just I feel like it 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 just pairs really there's really well. It's just it all, it works. I love it. And a little goes a long way. I've had a little package of Three Kings resin that I feel I've had for seven years and it never gets any less. <laughs> I, I take pinches of it and it never goes away. It's incredible. Huh. I don't understand so it's it. magical. Yeah. It is. It's like the horn of plenty. Oh, yeah. So I'm partial. Mm-hmm. Uh, so benzoin, very balancing to us, very soothing. And uh, whether it's burned on a disc or diffused as an oil, it can help to soothe and balance emotions and times that maybe things have just been really shaken up or maybe you just need help settling yourself back down uh you've been really wound up or something happened and you're just reeling from it uh, it's really good at just kind of settling in and being like hey then we're gonna hey. we're gonna just take some time here we're gonna mm. take some time here. we're gonna sit down we're gonna breathe this in we're just gonna elevate our space a little bit and slow down and it's really good for that just kind of helping you stop because sometimes that can be the first step in breaking, like, for me, this, like, cycle of, like, an anxiety spike is stop. Mm. Just, chill, like, out. stop moving. Stop moving. Yeah. Stop your Because body. I will, 
I will pace and I will move and just be fiddling around and really not even getting anywhere. But it's like, I'll, I just, just stop. And it's like, I'll, I can either, you know, go do like a japa meditation with my mala and, or I can do some deep breathing or go out to the garden and just like be out there or whatever. But it's like, sometimes just having a little something and it's like, you know, I'm, I'm just, I'm going to, I'm going to stop. I'm going to just do a hard break right here and change gears. And scent can be really good for that um, because of how scent affects our brain. It is deep in the folds of that primordial ooze lizard brain. And it really does a lot to us. So we've all in like, and we can relate to that. So like, we've all walked into a place that like, you, you take a breath in, you, you take that smell in. And when you exhale, your shoulders are less knitted than they yeah. were when you walked in there. Like, it's if a very recognizable thing to be able to fully let loose a breath after taking in the scent of a place that feels safe. That's huge. And, and I mean, not for nothing, but if the joint smells like cornbread, I'm pretty relaxed. That's what I mean. Like, and we know, like, the, we all have those scents that can really grab us. Like, you know, like we talked about in the banana bread episode. Like, going into a house where somebody is baking a fresh baked good... Like that, that triggers something deep in us. It's safe. It's secure to the fact that somebody can be baking something sweet or something nice. And, you know, like that just there, there's a safety implied there with that, you know, like you're going to be taken care of, or this is a space in which care can be given. And we can just that that makes a difference or, or walking into your favorite witch shop. You know, like when you walk in and take a good breath of hearth wisdom, you know, and you're just like, oh, I get to be here for the next handful of hours as I make 30 fucking laps around the store (laughs) one by one. Like, it's the best, you know. And why is that? Well, so smells are, as you mentioned earlier, they are handled by the olfactory bulb. And (laughs) sorry, I forgot that's what it was called. (laughs) I feel about the word bulb that I feel bulb. almost it's it's less bad than pump. It's actually way better than pump, but like similar bulb. vein. But I can't say bulb and not be like bulb. I have to say it through my nose. <laughs> bulb. <laughs> so it's like when we were in the hotel after coming back from from the the northeast and. You took a shower and I was like, I'm going to go get some stuff from the the little, you know, the snacky place where you can get shit mm-hmm. for snackies. And I brought you a chocolate milk because you had mentioned chocolate milk and you kept calling it bilk. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. You would not. Bulk. You like Thank wouldn't you for my acknowledge bulk. that's what you were saying. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I really wanted that bilk. Did you give, um, me, a, did you give me bilk? Did you give me bilk? Yeah. Um, (laughs) (laughs) So what's going on with smell? So in the olfactory bulb. So first of all, that's a structure right in the front of the brain and it processes smell and it sends it to areas of the body. Like it's like the central command for processing of that and scents and odors. They go through the limbic system. And that includes the amygdala and the hippocampus. And so 
basically, these are like your emotion and memory sorting centers. And so that scent runs through the limbic system, which is like your bank of memory and ties to memory and your emotions and the regulation of them. And just like, like it, of course, scent. Yes, it makes sense, you know, and so that's why it's a really good way. And I've noticed it for myself. Scent can help redirect me when I need to be redirected. Yeah, because I feel like it kind of takes like it kind of takes hold of that lizard brain on either side, like gently. And it's like, you can take charge now. Okay, like all of this other noisy, other loud, gray, squishy shit on top of you olfactory bulb like is just being like, listen to me, you take charge right now. Okay, I'm going to take this big, (laughs) deep breath. And you can help sort me out. Okay, gee, thanks. Um, Sometimes that can just really help. And this is kind of getting into the basis of aromatherapy, you know, and and how that works and what that's all about and how another reason it's, you know, it's, it's the same reason as why, like, when we hug someone, we take a deep breath. You know, especially if it's someone we've not seen in a long time, you know, just like the sense of people that we care about, things like that, because the emotions, it just makes sense. Like, it's a really normal thing to do to hug and take a deep breath in because it's it's part of that emotional complex. Scent is so deeply entwined with it. And it's just a very magical tool. That's I wasn't sorry. I wasn't just saying your mom. I was just saying that is one of the things with your mom has always smelled like Chanel number five to me. And like, that's one of my favorite things is a Terry hug. It is. It's going to smell great. It does. Yeah. It, she, she always has smelled like Chanel number five, which I love. God, I love it. It smells so good. <laughs> so powdery. I love a powder. I love a powder okay. a lot. Uh, hey, and it's the number one for a reason. It is every time I go up, uh, go up to her house and like I go use her bathroom upstairs. I always take a little spritz. You, you steal a squirt? I've done it ever forever, uh, all the time. Yeah, and I, I, since it's usually me who gets her the bottles for Christmas, I, I just, it's like I'm just gonna take some. Is that how you justify it? You're like, well, I'm yes. bothered. Yeah, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna <laughs> just steal some. Uh, but it lasts forever, and it's like that's one of the reasons I like it so much. Is like by the end of the day, I can still be like, I smell like Chanel Number no. Five, while so many other perfumes, except for that fucking Billie Eilish Number no. Two, which I smelled right? on me for days. Yes. Um, but it's kind of that same vein. I like a perfume that stays, and if it doesn't, I really won't fuck with it. It's not uh, worth yeah, it to me. I won't like body mists and stuff are cute, but mm. yeah. I, yeah, I don't mess with them. Like, I'll make my own just because there's a lot of, there's some, like, just interesting stuff coming out about artificial scents and what they might be doing to us. Um, So it's like, I do, I'll I'll make my own sometimes, like, get a little bit of, like, witch hazel and a little bit of water and some, you know, like, essential oils and, like, do a little, yeah, like a body little mist. Um, But I just generally feel that most, like, fragrance mists... They don't do anything really, and they're too yeah. they're too front heavy. It's like so potent in the beginning that I I taste yes. them. I can't breathe, and I don't. Yeah. And then they're gone in like a second. It's like so I just suffered. Then I just they're suffered for no reason. Me. Yes, um, and so that's when you. That's why, and I guess that's what I was trying to say earlier when I meant like I bust out the resins when I'm really trying to direct kind of my energy and what I'm trying to do and like I just feel like they can help to focus me there's a deep richness to them they're full of notes like if we can recall I mean frankincense got 
fucking terpenes and shit in it. Mm-hmm. Um, like there might, I, I didn't see as many and infor- as much information on like the notes, like things like that inclusions in benzoin. So I don't know for, for certain. Um, but I, I just love scent and I think scent's important and I think resins are really interesting. I did look to see if these trees are endangered, um, and could find nothing. Um, so I don't really know. It does seem that they are commercially managed, so I'm not really sure about that. Um, but uh, if you do like resins and you can find, you, you know, a nice little, you can, oftentimes I feel like a, you know, your little witch shop is probably going to have a decent source of it, you know, better than if you're just like ordering it willy nilly, maybe from Amazon, you know, and, and go give a smell, go, go give a peruse and, and give you give you a look you know because again there's different varieties and different because that's the thing the kind that i smelled that might be that was cornbready is like there are like a couple different kinds and it's like are they all cornbready i bet they're all a little cornbready oh i wonder if they're cornbready but like with varying levels of sweetness the savory to sweet yeah Yeah. Yeah. um but yeah so i mean and and again you have oil or you've got the little nugs so if you live in a place you can't burn stuff on a disc, you can diffuse the oil. Basically, you, you've just got options with it. You know, of course, as always, just with resins, anything you diffuse or burn, just make sure there's, the space is ventilated. If you have pets, your cats can't suck on it. You're not spraying your bird's face with your mist that you create, things but like that. But can you that. imagine if you did? I don't think they'd like it uh, very much. And birds will tell you how they feel. Um, so I don't think anybody would win. <laughs> yeah. Um, but that's, that's Benzoin. And, uh, I feel like this topic was kind of all over the place, but it, Benzoin is kind of all over the place. It's commercial. It's in fucking random shit like that <laughs> you wouldn't expect it to be in. And I feel like I missed that section. Like, um, yeah, it's in like veterinary medicines. Some yeah. some of it is is like in there, uh, like because of alcohol, the anti-inflammatory it's, stuff. I, I guess uh, it is a flavoring and uh, beverages, alcoholic and non-alcoholic beverages. Oh. Um, it is What's put it in chewing like? gum. Cornbread sometimes. Uh, what? What's it taste like? Cornbread. I assume. I I mean, with them notes as cornbready as they were, I imagine it's got to <laughs> just have a cornbread. <laughs> follow through all throughout uh frozen dairy goods apparently uh it makes its way in there puddings huh. uh gelatins soft candies so it seems to it is a thickening agent it's also in lotions uh and creams so it is it it will be used as a as a thickener uh, huh. as well so it's it's all over the place and so yeah really. it was it surprised me the practical uses for benzoin but it is also excellent for elevating your space and helping to just bring some of that emotional balance and just kind of redirect help you recenter yourself and be like i'm gonna i'm going to change the direction of this day or this moment you know i'm going to turn into a truck now michael bay piece of shit coward (laughs) do what the people want okay why didn't they give us what we wanted I should have given the people what they want. You don't put a vote out and <laughs> you if you're going to do open submission, you get what you deserve. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. If you're going to yeah, at least be smart enough to give options. 
but like not, not to mention add your own. They picked Come a on. usable one. It's not like they said like I'm gonna go suck off your mom, you know. And those right, were all the yeah, choices. No. It was I'm going to turn into a drug now. <laughs> I would have gone. Missed out on that gold. I would have uh, gone just for that. Uh, wow. Wow. Well. What a what a bang up job we've done today! Wow, yeah, I just took the biggest drink of water. I needed it. <laughs> we've talked so much. <laughs> I know, I know. Even now, I'm just sort of like, ah, uh, wow. Well, thank you. Um, You're welcome. I feel like I know it. I'm not a, I'm not scared of it anymore. Knowing that I have probably smelt, tasted, and put it on my body before, I'm not scared of it anymore. You for sure smelled it because I've burned it when we recorded before. You smelled that cornbread. I did. I Mm -hmm. did. I really want cornbread more than anything in the whole world right now. I think I have a loose box. Uh, I usually make my cornbread from scratch, but I think I've got a loose box of Jiffy. Like a little loosey? Yeah. 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 You know, when mom sent me that, just Uh, I was was like, oh, I need something for dinner. I don't think I made that box. Was that a Terry special? I think so. Yeah, because that was that's what she mm-hmm. I mean, I grew up eating Jiffy cornbread. It's the fucking wow. best. You know what else is mm-hmm. special? What? <laughs> I guess not. <laughs> I said what? Oh. <laughs> I didn't hear you say what, so I just thought you just just deadpan me. I just turned um, the mic off and walked away. <laughs> walk away uh no what else is special is tomorrow is our absolute last episode of simply captivating presents queen charlotte dude i'm watching it tomorrow i've Mm. not watched it yet i've got a couple classes to teach at the studio in the morning and i'm Mm. coming home and i'm watching it and i are you showrunner for the last episode or am i i Uh, am you are or is it you it's me you you yes okay Okay. Yeah. And uh, if you would like to be part of this, questions will be answered. Uh, and I'm sure we'll see more naked boy butt. Uh, Patreon. I mean, good grief. <laughs> Patreon.com slash podcast. Uh, over there, you can be a part of our Patreon shout out. You can get the access to all the extra content, spell blocks, and other exclusive content i said content too many times uh there's access to the private patreon uh facebook group where we do our live streams and there's one this friday the 30th by the way uh so get on get on over there and um if you want to hop in see that be a hot buttery virgin hop in yeah we we all we like to celebrate our hot buttery virgins uh, which means it's your first time at a live stream you'll get a butter Mm -hmm. pat just for you yep just for you. Uh, also, we have monthly bonus episodes, one or two, depending. And then, of course, everyone's favorite, Simply Captivating, which is wrapping up tomorrow. You will have two full seasons of SimpCap to listen to. Uh, and then maybe, just maybe, there's going to be a little treat coming up in between just, season two and season three of SimpCap. Just a little something something. And, uh, just a little, a little week. Because we're, we're still settling on... Because here's the deal. I... There's a bit of time between when the next surefire big boy season of what we know yes. Simply Captivating is going to be, which yeah. I feel like we can just go ahead and say because everybody knows, yeah, everybody knows what it's yeah. going to be. It's going to be season, what, fucking five or four Six? of Virgin River. I don't, it could, it should, 
I have 20? not been more than one. I don't, I don't know. know. But the new season Every of Virgin month, River is I going get to needles inserted into, into my, my eyeballs. eyeballs. I can't wait to scream and writhe yes. in agony with that. But, yes. but until we, until that comes out, which I think is like September, we've got mm-hmm. some space to fill. So we're going to have a little wimp cap. And then we yeah. might have another little thick chunk of something, something. We'll see. Something, something. We're, well, something, something. We're, we're, we're nailing it down before we, before we just ready ourselves for the absolute agony that we will all share and endure Ugh. together. That is Virgin River. So that's all coming to you every yes. week, every, every Thursday. Week. Every week, that is correct. Uh, we also have, and uh, again, let me let me reiterate, that was patreon.com slash podcast. We also have an email, wabobpodcast at gmail.com. Send us your advertising inquiries. Send us your spooky sewed entries with spooky in the subject line. Send us your feed pics. Um, oh. We have a Facebook, Come Eat With Us, Witch Amateur Hour. You'll find it. And Instagram, at Witch Bitch Amateur Hour. A Twitter, Macy, at... Bitch hour! Oh, God, it's been so long! Uh, and we have an OnlyFans, OnlyFans.com slash Podcast. What did we say we should put on OnlyFans? Oh, uh, fanfic. Uh, was yes. It, what fanfic was it? Was it Farmer's fanfic? What was it? I Any fanfic uh, at this point. Um, I I think that would be fun. Mm-hmm. Um because I mean I'm I think fanfic is fun in general, but uh, yeah, we just like to tie it into simp cap, you know, whatever yeah. we're whatever we're covering, you know. Oh my gosh, um, bear grills just, simp cap. I don't. Bear I grills, I'm gonna become so much louder <laughs> of a person on those episodes. I just do you think do you think that there's fan fiction about bear grills? Absolutely. Gross. Yes. Great. One hundo P. Also, the print. Listen. Check out that print. It is available until July 19th, and then it is gone forever. If you want this just absolute masterpiece that Lyra has created of the Burning Witch, grab it now. W-B-A-H-PrintShop.com. You can get that print. It's international shipping. So if you're outside of the States and you're wondering if you can get it, you sure can. We ship it to you. It might take a while, but it should get there. Uh, and um, you'll find it. You'll find it. It'll show up. Anyway, there you go. I there I think go. I think we have. I think this done is it. it. I think it's yeah. time for you, me, and everyone listening to collectively stand up and go make cornbread. I agree. I I I, I agree. <laughs> Yeah, I, it's what? like after the what? banana bread Why episode. Why was there a question so many, mark? <laughs> so many people made banana It reminded me of when everybody made banana bread after the banana episode. And mm, it's like, let's time. do that again. Y'all make yourself some cornbread. Corn uh, it's delicious. And if you don't have a box of it, it's pretty easy to make from scratch. If you've got cornmeal and a little bit of flour, um, it's delicious. You'll figure it out. Bye. Bye, guys.
All righty.